Hello, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, a guy who has a passion about learning, development, communication, and finding my zen. With me, as always... I'm Angela. I am a stay-at-home mom slash grandma, a soda queen. I am also a future college student, and I've had many careers over the years, all of which have taught me a lot about life. This week, we're going to be talking about feedback. Mm, yeah. Feedback, it's part of our lives. It's such a crucial part of success. It is. When, when I was going through and editing last week's podcast, <laughs> that one really stuck out. And it's something that we've brought up several times. We have. And I'm actually surprised we didn't think before this last week to choose it as a topic. We've talked about it yeah, several we've times. Yeah, we about it, but we just... It was time. Yeah. We need to find ways to be a more gracious giver and receiver of feedback. Mm-hmm. For sure, because guess what, Ian? I know you're going to be shocked to hear this. I'm not perfect. Is that weird? Because, I mean. Very. Yeah. Chris is going to be very he's surprised, be surprised to hear this. to hear me say that. He, he's going to fall off of his bike <laughs> when he hears that. We're going to share ideas on how to do both giving and receiving feedback better mm-hmm. in relationships, no matter whether it's a professional relationship, a spousal yeah. Parent child. Parent child, a friendship. I mean, every relationship really. There has to be feedback if you want that relationship to grow. As we talk about this, it's a skill that most of us probably associate with work the most. Mm-hmm. I that's where my mind went when we first discussed talking about this was that. And then the second thing it went to was spouse. So I think for everybody it's gonna be different. When it comes up in work, I always kind of think of the the annual review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's when we get it. <laughs> and, sure. and that's when we hear it the most is or, or your performance review when you get like your yeah, that. review, <laughs> your raise, your bonus, whatever is entailed in that. Which, you know, can be good because we all want that feedback to change and be better. But sometimes it's not always good. There's a lot of articles that have come up as I've been doing my schooling, partly because I'm a communications major. Right. And... Gee, this topic gets <laughs> talked about a lot. Weird, Ian. When you're talking about feedback, especially in a work setting, initially it's usually offered as like a laundry list where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you need to do this, 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 this. This yeah. is where you're good. This is where you need to improve. Okay, thanks. And you move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, okay, that's better than nothing. Correct. Your younger generation, so your Gen Z, your millennials are actually, you know, those blasted millennials that... Always get beat on. I know, poor things. Actually, it more is Gen Z that's actually really pushed it to where feedback has become expected. Mm-hmm. I agree with In that. your relationships and especially your professional. And I am one where I go back and talk with my boss on a regular basis and ask him. Right. And say, hey, you know, where am I at? What can I do? Yeah. You know, what are you seeing in me that I need to adjust or change? Mm-hmm. Older generations that really surprises them yeah because they're used to it's just to get a pat on the back at a boy move on you know and i'll say that's true with my dad he's not used to getting feedback Mm -hmm. on stuff like that and when i've given him that feedback he's gotten very defensive in that feedback because he doesn't come from a generation where that was a big thing it used to be you show up, you do your job, yeah. you go home, and you're done. And I should point out that I've worked with my dad professionally over the years, so mm-hmm. I am still speaking professionally sure. where that's concerned. We need to think of it, it needs to be engaging no matter who mm-hmm. we are, no matter sure. what relationship we're talking about. 
and and I really want to tie this into our inner circle. Oh, it's conversation definitely. too because that's one where you should be actively doing this right every time you talk to them. Agreed. Agreed. To make the most of it. Let's first talk about it in if you're giving feedback. Okay. We, Let, yeah. Let's start I think that's there. a good start, yeah. A particular skill set, and then we can talk mm-hmm. about it from receiving, which is... The harder of the two. It In really my opinion. I, mean, I I know it's something that I am probably at 10% on my improvement <laughs> level with this. <laughs> I'm just being honest, and I'm sure my husband is sitting in his car listening, nodding, yes, yes, this is true. First... Always think about it when you are doing this feedback process. This needs to be a conversation. Yes. A two-way conversation. Correct. Otherwise, it becomes a lecture. And that's not what you want. And feedback indicates that it is a process. That's right. It's a it's a group conversation. It's a both people engaged, eye contact, that kind of a conversation, not a lecture. If you think about the last time that you had a conversation... Mm-hmm. Was it very one-sided or was it two-sided? How did that make you feel yeah. as you were part of that conversation? And that's a good question to ask for sure. I'm you know, going to say that I think I handled my last one pretty good, but probably the time before that, not so good. I am sure we have been part of a conversation on both mm-hmm. sides of the spectrum oh, there. Oh, for sure. For sure. As you walk into this be upfront as to why you're having the conversation. Agreed, 100%. I hate where it's an ambush. Yeah, don't ambush. You you think it's about something very not, you know. Right. They, oh, benign. You know, you're like, oh, right. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's they, aha, gotcha. Yeah. And, and they drag you into something else and you're like, how did we even get here? Exactly. And having a conversation, and, and this this goes both sided, uh, make sure that you are listening without jumping to conclusions mm-hmm. like how many of us freeze like a deer in the headlights when you hear we need to talk i mean i can think of every time someone says that i'm like oh crap what do i do now or what's going on now instead of doing that don't jump to conclusions maybe you just need to talk maybe we just need to have a conversation especially nowadays where you don't see people on a regular basis correct it is very easy to get very worked up in your mind and you start mm-hmm. running through a laundry list of every interaction you've had, everything yeah. you've done. I have had that several times over the last month where my boss is like, hey, need to talk to you when you get a minute. And I'm like, yeah, oh. don't the hit freeze the oh, And crap. it's for me, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I love September. September is one of my favorite months of the year. I love it's fall. It's fine too. It's weird. I just, it, it's usually a good time. But this month has just been an off month for me for some reason. Huh. See, it's been a great one, but it's my birthday month. Yeah. So that's every time he does it, I just start like having these weird little like anxiety panic attack things about like, <laughs> what did I do? And he's just like, Oh, hey, when you get a chance, can you do this for me? And I'm like, Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> exactly. You had a preconceived notion of mm-hmm. what was gonna happen in that conversation. And going into a conversation with that is never beneficial to either one of you. And so it's one of those, like, part of it, too, is I have not been meditating as often as I should, so I yeah, need to get... Yeah, I'm, I'm falling in that boat with you, Ian. We need to get back on track. Yes. We need to be meditation buddies. We need to make sure we're asking, hey, did you meditate today? Uh, it, it's... I mean, it's not like we don't text most I of know. the day. It, it really does. 
I, I have people frequently ask, does it really make that big of a difference? And the mm-hmm. answer is yes. Yes, it does. It does. Even 10 minutes a day makes a huge difference. It does. When you're having these conversations as somebody who initiates the conversation, mm-hmm. somebody that has to give the feedback, yes. be focused on behaviors. Mm-hmm. Don't be focused on the individual. Don't make it very uh, about characteristics about somebody. Yeah, don't. I'm going to say on a professional level, we're still talking professional mm-hmm. conversations here, not personal. Don't bring out personality traits and, oh, you know, you're a negative person or, you know, you just have this. Try to keep it on a professional level. And this blends very quickly into that crucial conversations topic Correct. we had. It does. Where when we use the analogy of the yeah. the dirty kitchen. <laughs> that was a great analogy, it, by it, the way. So... <laughs> it, it happens. I, again, focus on behaviors because otherwise it feels just like a very personal attack. It does. On and someone. that's really when you go in, that's not your intention, but that's how it's going to be perceived by that person. Always kind of keep in mind as you're delivering feedback, how would I feel if I was the one on the other side of this conversation? And that's too? a good point that I was going to bring up. Don't impose your opinions and life beliefs and stuff you can just stick to facts stick to what is what you're trying to say i guess you know don't go off on these side tangents and these which is really easy to do i'm doing it right now but well, stick to what you want to talk about as you do it think of it as you're kind of building a plan and a solution together and mm-hmm. what's what's funny is a lot of these tips as i was going through and looking through old class notes and old articles that uh, i've accumulated over the years a lot of this really does fall into basic conversation skills, but also the crucial conversation skills. It, it's all very applicable. It is. To for this. Sure. You all have to do this as, again, a conversation piece, active listening. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, again, that two way conversation. Now, words matter very much they in this. They very much matter. And you have to choose them beyond carefully. Mm. Oh, I agree with that. Be sure you pause mm-hmm. and think. What words, in fact, planning is crucial to this. You know, it's it's kind of funny to say that because you're thinking, why do I have to plan out a conversation? But when it's this type of conversation, you absolutely need to plan it out or it's going to fail. When I think about conversations that I have had to give feedback, if I just shoot from the hip, mm-hmm. those do not go nearly as well as the ones where I've kind of planned them out right and and thought a little bit more about oh okay yeah (laughs) where where do i want this to go how do i want to say this uh, a little bit better pause if you need to think about it in a little bit more how would i feel if this was directed towards me Uh, yeah mentality think about it also just in the context of maybe softer isn't but but what are words that are going to Yes. Elicit a more positive response out of a person. Yeah. And not set them on that defensive. Yeah, that defensive posture. Re- defensive retaliative posture because they're like, oh yeah, well you do this and this and this. We that's not what you want. You you want the conversation to flow to get your ideas and points across without making them feel attacked. You and I both are of a nature that it is very easy to jump into <laughs> that posture. Man, is it easy. Have these conversations in private. 
Yes. Do agreed. not hold them as a public forum in front of others. Yeah. And, you know, funniest thing, because I oversee quite a few employees. And uh, when I need to give them feedback and, and discuss things with them, I'll say, hey, come here for a sec. Let's, let's talk over here. And instantly they freeze. They get all upset. And I'm like, I just thought this was something we should talk about alone. You're not in trouble here. You know, we just need to discuss this. You can disarm people very easily by your words and your posture and how you discuss things with them. It, there's that old saying that you should praise in public and criticize in private. Mm -hmm. And it, it's very true. Criticize, critique, those are two very specific words too. Because yeah. criticize is you really are going through and mm -hmm. being critical. Mm -hmm. Whereas critiquing, and, and I make this point in the video classes that I am TAing for this. And we, we talk about this. I made sure to bring this up very first class because we actually evaluate the footage that they right, shoot. Right. And we talk about that this is critiquing. Mm -hmm. We're going through, we're looking for where we could do better. Right. And if you let them know that that's what this conversation is, they're going to, it's going to disarm them to the point where they're like, okay, well, you know, let's, let's talk. Let's figure this out. Yeah. And in fact, this last week was the first time we did that. And what I actually did is I went and I dug through and I found, luckily, some clips that I shot mm. from last semester as, as part of my very first assignment. Right. So we went through and, and Craig was able to go through and talk <laughs> about things that I could have done better. The fact that I was like, yep, absolutely could have done better. It was interesting to watch their whole posture the reaction. Yeah. relax a little bit more <laughs> yeah. because they a minute they said okay we're gonna look at your footage i watched the whole room just tense up well <laughs> and and that's that defensive posture that no matter what you know there's always going to be some form of that defensive posture when you're having these conversations that's normal but you can disarm that very easily in how you approach it from there and the words everything part of that uh, part of this process, we're we're doing this because we care and we want it to get better. Better and yeah, and in easier to have conversations like that with mm -hmm. people. And the more you do it, right? The the more frequently you do it, especially right. the easier these conversations get, especially between two people that do it on a regular basis. Yeah, for sure. Those are just kind of some things of yeah. giving feedback now. Mm -hmm. receiving receiving which to me is even tougher now if you've never given feedback before it, mm -hmm. it is a struggle especially if maybe it's your first time having to be in like a managerial role or some sort yeah. of leadership role and it's not easy the first time you dive in to do this and you're not going to be perfect at it and that's okay the more you do it the better you're going to get at it there has to be a process there where you want to disarm them while having the conversation you need to have, but you also have got to be willing to accept that they're going to have some things that might come back at you a little bit, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to be able to keep it calm Yes. and not get defensive. That is so hard. I am not good at this part. Well, and then, then when the tables are flipped, when you're the one receiving the feedback, right. the, the defensive to me is the number one thing. And, and, and it is by far, I think, the toughest thing mm -hmm. because sure. we, we immediately jump to, well, why are you coming? You know, why are you coming at me? Yeah, exactly. Why? why? It's like, oh, yeah. And then you get into that retaliation phase. Oh, yeah. Well, what about you doing this and this and this? And that's not a productive conversation. No. Uh, I kind of found like the three strike program where this is concerned. Can I just go mm -hmm. ahead and kind of share some of that? So strike one as they call it, when you're having these conversations and you're the person who 
is receiving the feedback. Think of the first thing you were going to say and don't say it. Now, how hard is that for me? That's extremely hard <laughs> for me. And take a deep breath. And instead of saying it, just take a deep breath, calm down a tiny bit, and don't get defensive. Mine, mine has like pause underlined. <laughs> exactly. You have to just pause. Take that deep breath. I mean, I'm all for count to 10. Okay, let me, before I respond, and don't say what's on your mind. That's important. Strike two, the retaliation phase where you want to go back at them. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, well, you do this and this and this. Okay. So think of the second thing that's going to come into your head, which is usually the retaliatory part. Don't say it. Pause. Take a deep breath. And then think of the third thing you were going to say and say that because more times than not, that is a better phrase, comeback, conversation starter than the first two. Now, this is something I actually tried this morning <laughs> with my husband and it actually worked pretty good. I just didn't say the first thing that came into my head, which was a defensive thing. And I didn't say the second thing that came into my head because I was going to point out something that he did. And we, uh, we didn't have a fight. This was actually just a conversation where it would, would have been very easy to get defensive. But, you know, you're going to find the more you practice this, the easier it gets. And it's huge to just be in the right mindset. I mean, I think we're going to go back to that with this, mm -hmm. right? Knowing that you're not perfect and you're going to get feedback too. And how can you take that? Because right now I still get defensive. I'm, you know, 50 years old and I still get defensive. I, if you didn't have a, let's call it a knee-jerk reaction where you were right. going to get defensive, I would right. be very surprised. Most people I know do get defensive in some form yeah. uh, as you do that. I always, when I walk into and I know it's going to be turning into a feedback conversation, yep. I try to focus on what is the message that's being delivered? Right. Think think about what you know, what are my key takeaways, you know, to, to kind right. of use the, the, the vernacular <laughs> of today. What are my key takeaways? And also, you know, what what can I bring from this conversation to make myself better? Right. So what you're doing is you're trying to think of ways to create more communication in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can, okay, he said something. I'm going to maybe repeat back something they said to make sure that I understood what they were saying versus reacting to something they said. That's huge too. Like, okay, well, I understand that what you just said to me was this, and they're going to come back with yes. And then we're both going to know we're on the same page. Sometimes they'll come back with no, that's not what I was saying. And that's where you say, okay, well, could we discuss that more so I understand? And try not to have that defensive posture, just that communication posture. Another thing that I I have used is to not take it personally. You can't. And I think that's where we fail, most of us. Yes. We do take it personally. It's very difficult because we take on a certain identity. We do. And when somebody's telling you you need to change something, mm -hmm. a lot of us will take it upon ourselves to identify as a failure mm -hmm. in some area. Oh, yeah. Now, if you don't take it personally, if you start focusing on, okay, well, how can I use this to improve? How can yeah, I, exactly. you know, what, what areas can I do better in? Mm -hmm. There's that growth mindset. And there is where you're shifting exactly. into improving. 
also as you do this, ask questions. Again, yeah. this this should be a two way conversation. Be, this yeah, otherwise, it's, it's a just a lecture and wagging the finger. <laughs> but if you start asking more questions, okay, well, how could I have handled this better, or how right. could I have done this better, or what could I have done to prevent this? If right. you can start creating the communication, and the, I, there's not always a perfect way to do that. I think a good way is to say, instead of saying, well, yes, but, and trying to make that excuse, maybe say yes, and maybe this and this and this. Create different, even just those, think of the change in those words. Yes, but, because what do you think when when someone says but? Mm -hmm. They're going to say something that- Well, it's an excuse. Exactly. Or yes, and, like I'm hearing what you're saying, and could I add, and you're creating a, a more- Productive dialogue, I guess, would be the good way to phrase that. So building those solutions together, mm -hmm. and, and that's where the questions can really help also solidify Yeah, that you are coming up with that group think mm -hmm. to, to make the situation. Yeah. Also, can the feedback um, that's being provided, can, can you turn that into being useful data points kind kind of look at it as dispassionately yeah that, that's hard to do but you're right that okay how can i use this as instructions to mm -hmm. make the situation better yeah agreed I, I feel like even if you feel like it was going to be a negative conversation you can turn it around and make it so it wasn't a negative conversation it was a productive i learned something about myself today how can i fix it conversation to me, that is mastery of yourself. It is. It's a mindset. We're going to keep going back to that word, but it plays into our life every day. It really does set you up for success. It will differentiate you. Yes. From will. others. Mm -hmm. For sure. Being open and embracing what you hear from others becomes very noticeable. Oh, it does. Very quickly. I agree with that. To other folks. Yeah. I fully embrace doing this. <laughs> I do too. I can't tell you how much of, um, it, it's something that I really have tried to do over the last couple of years, but especially the last year. Yeah. It's been a big goal of mine to be more of a person that holds back, mm -hmm. listens more to yeah. what's being said. Also, part of that is, like you're saying, repeat back. Right. Repeat something ask back. Ask questions. Ask questions. That also lets the person you're talking to know you're actively listening to what they're saying and you're not just tuning them out. You're not just like, mm -hmm, okay, roll your eyes, posture. You're actually listening. When I have done that with my manager, it it's funny because I think he almost kind of does it with a – he's walked into some conversations where he's kind of like – Yeah. You know, kind of, <laughs> I, I'm bracing, mm -hmm. bracing for whatever's going to happen, and when it doesn't happen, he's kind of like, oh. Oh, well. Okay, huh. well. Okay, well. On and, to the next thing, I guess. And on that active conversation, you know, it is okay if you feel yourself getting defensive to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just stop for just one sec? Give me, a, give me a sec. Okay, now go on. Because if you feel yourself getting into that mindset, sometimes you're going to act out. Mm -hmm. it, it is, I want you to, to know that they don't think you're not actively listening and that you're not getting something from the conversation by saying, whoa, I need to just pause for one sec. Give me just a sec. Count to 10. Take a deep breath and go back into the conversation. That's okay too, guys. A lot of when I have 
these conversations and I'm on the receiving end. Oh, yeah. I am sitting there and if I'm like taking notes or something, I'm just kind of. Yeah. And I Everyone get the, should what, see Eden's face. What What are you thinking? I'm just thinking. Well, you've brought up some good points and my mind's just processing them. Yeah. And that's okay, too. It surprises them when my mouth is not actually engaging with exactly. my brain, apparently. You know, and I think sometimes people give feedback thinking, well, this isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. And you can really surprise them by handling it that way. Oh, Being yeah. Like, you know, it's actually, I, I, I'm getting something from what you're saying. You may not agree with them 100%, and that's okay, but you don't necessarily need to communicate that negatively. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like you can still have that conversation and not agree with them, but be like, okay, so you're saying and repeat it back and then process it. Give yourself time to process that. There's a large part of the time where even anymore, if I don't agree with that, I will voice it to myself offline. Uh I will not (laughs) do it in the conversation. One, that's that's huge. I think about it in the context of if I disagree right now, is is that A, going to change anything? It's not. Not usually. Most of the time, it won't. But also, all it's going to do is kind of throw fuel on the fire. And what's the point? That retaliative, defensive nature, which just needs to be taken out of those conversations. You can think it in your head. That's okay. Oh. Because believe me, it does. There's plenty of times I think that. But I don't always say it. Mm -hmm. And that's that important strike one pause. Don't say it. Go to the next thing you were going to say. Don't say that. Say the third thing you were going to say. And that actually becomes just a, again, a mindset and practicing that over and over. You're going to get better at it. And it's really helped me (laughs) a lot. It really does make a big difference. I think you'll see it will improve the quality of conversations that you're having. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it will make a big difference in... If you are the one that has to have these with mm-hmm. other people, hopefully you find these tips of use. Yeah. And I'm looking at it from a manager standpoint, which is where I'm at in my life. Uh, parenting, to some extent. I mean, you are the one that needs to help your children learn from mistakes and things. And you need to have these conversations. And they need to be productive. And they need to not make your... I'm looking at my teen as we talk. You need to make not them make them feel defensive that they're always screwing up and they're always doing things wrong. No, we just need to talk about this subject and just make it disarm them a little bit because instantly they instantly go, uh. I do a lot of these conversations as a trainer. Oh, I'm sure you do. And yeah. in the past, I have not handled them as well as I should have. I'd I mean, sometimes you're just in the, the heat of the moment of just, uh, but <laughs> when you can kind of de-escalate and talk about <laughs> yeah. and and talk about it even very dispassionately of, you know, oh, yeah, this, this sure. is what I'm seeing. Let, let's talk about where the struggle is. You'll find that, especially also keeping emotions and tone in check on you, both sides. You do have to. The other day at, at, at work, we were, we were having a rough, we were having a rough evening. And I was trying to help fix the situation, but my emotional level at that moment was one where I think I was making it worse. So I stepped out for a minute, took a little break, counted 10, actually I counted more to like 50, but, and then went back in and it's amazing how much that calmed things down. I was able to offer the 
input they needed and the feedback they needed to fix the situation versus me just, oh my gosh, you can't do this. You can't. And, and that's where I was at emotionally. And it was amazing how just calming myself down like that and then going back in changed the whole outcome of how that whole situation was handled. Sure not easy guys I'm not saying that but it was amazing I was actually proud of myself pat myself on the back okay you know what you handled that one pretty good could have gone a lot worse for sure oh yeah weekly challenge Weekly challenge did you think of one Ian or is it my turn it's your turn no yeah no you didn't warn me it's your turn (laughs) it's not like we don't do it every podcast with feedback kind of think of this in two parts first is I want you to think about it as somebody who has to give feedback. Identify a conversation coming up that you're going to have to have and go through and identify the key points out of what we've offered as tips. Where can you use these to make that conversation go better? Okay, I like that. Then also think about a conversation that maybe you've had recently where you could have used what we offered to make (laughs) it go a little better. And here's, here's... Critique yourself on that. Yeah. yeah. And that's huge. You got to be able to do that. And be honest about mm. it. Honest. Yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> Ange <laughs> and I, before we started, we actually talked about where mm-hmm. there's always going to be room for improvement in these. Absolutely. But again, the more you do this, the easier it will You're going to get better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Not perfect, but you'll be better. Yes. For sure. And we can strive towards being better about it. Of course. So communication, mm-hmm. it's such crucial key parts of life. It is. It avoids a lot of conflict in your life and stress, honestly. It really does. So with that, uh, be sure that you uh, give us a follow on whatever platforms yes. you are listening to us on. If we- you do have the chance, be sure to give us a ranking if you could. We would love it. And share it. And by the way, last podcast, the outreach was so overwhelming. I woke up that morning to so many messages. It was amazing, guys. I'm so glad that it resonated well with all of you. And thank you. Keep up with the feedback. We absolutely love it. Yes. It's drops at midnight here, mountain time. It does. Or or as we say in Utah, mountain. It's rather, I mean, I get up at 430 our yeah, time. And I don't get up till seven, but yes, but it is rather impressive to see how oh, yeah. many comments we have just in that four and a half hour yeah, window. It's amazing to me. I'm like, wow, okay. This week was a huge, yes, it was huge week for us. <laughs> and we thank all of you. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you so much. Be sure that you follow us on Instagram or mm-hmm. Facebook. Reach out to us yes, whenever please. you have thoughts, questions. If you also have show suggestions, we are always open always to those open. as well. Yeah, if there's something you want us to just, you want to hear Ian and Angela's take on it, let us know. Yes, and thank you so much. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>